Blog Talk Radio. Good man, a lot of time. Which direction we are going? Direct the El Camino. It would have been DWI. A tipping point. And I am Stephen Platinum. How are you doing, Larry? Oh, you are there. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> great. I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Um, looking forward to this. Um, I, you might be asking, what took so long? Well, we were looking for the right guest, and I believe we've got the right guest, Larry, don't you? Oh, yeah. I'm excited about this, and my only regret is that uh, we didn't get it together to do this interview sooner, but it, we, it, we got him. He's here. He's ready to go. Yes, the uh, AC Mac, um, the man with, um, is this safe to say, Larry, the man with the best uh, intro promo in Georgia wrestling, <laughs> if not that out in Southeast. Unquestionably. Without yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to AC Mac. It's fun to talk to people who you respect and admire, and uh, both of those certainly come and qualify when you talk about AC Mac. Uh, Steve, we have a third uh, co-host joining us tonight. Um, oh, we I don't do. Know, yes, I don't know whether we have Duke Ingraham or Pastor Jakes. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe we got both. Let's see. Who do we have on Tipping Point here as our co-host? Which is it? Oh, glory, hallelujah, Brother Steve, Brother Larry. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your fine little radio program. It's such an honor to be here with you gentlemen. Oh, my God. <laughs> my skin crawled. My skin <laughs> crawled. <laughs> Hello, Pastor Jakes. How are you? Welcome, Pastor Jakes. Well, oh, blessed and highly favored, Brother. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I felt much the same until about thirty five seconds ago. Pastor Jake, I gotta I gotta ask you a question right off the jump. How how have you made this fast of an impact on Georgia wrestling? How have you done this? It's quite simple. Georgia wrestling is just full of sinners. And to fulfill the ministry's prophecy, we have to go out and rid and cleanse pro wrestling. So I decided that that's what I was going to do. And when I went to the Georgia Athletic Commission, they looked at me like I was stupid, but they gave me that manager's license anyway. So that's what we have been doing. We've been going out. We've been trying to rid the centers, cleanse the centers. And, and you know, and the fans have responded. They see all the debauchery that goes on in pro wrestling, and, and they want it to be a, a safe place that they can take their families, not some you know, a uh, uh, perverted mud show, if you will. 
Larry, have you got to see Pastor but Larry? Have you got to see Pastor Jake's in action? I believe I have seen all of his Southern states performances. I have not seen him uh, out in the West George area, but I've seen him at Southern states several times now, and he's gotten uh, strong crowd reactions oh. every time out. I, I will, there's no two ways about that. Now, now, Pastor Jakes, I know that you are uh, a godly man. Oh, God, I can say it. I know you're a godly man. <laughs> um, man. But do you have um, personal aspirations? I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. Since if we have time at the end, we may talk about the Georgia Wrestling History Awards. Um, the fact that I'm pretty sure you're going to be a nominee you might even win the thing. What would that mean to you if you were able to win manager of the year in your rookie year as a wrestling manager? Well, you know, you know awards and accolades, you know, they're great, but we can't take those into the kingdom when, when we leave this place, Brother Stephen. So all that place, all that stuff is, is good here in this world, and, and, and I, w- I would honor that award. I would celebrate that award. Um, you know, it might even humble me a little bit to know that I've made this much of an impact on the on the Georgia wrestling scene. Uh, it, it would mean something to, to Donald Jake, and I think it would mean something to the pro wrestling community that, uh, you know, they'd have to look at themselves and admit that, that, that they are sinners and that they do need to, to rely on this higher power if they do want to win such awards. Uh, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I am taking my promo of the year award <laughs> to the afterlife. I don't know what he's talking about, <laughs> if I ever get it. If I ever get it. Uh, so, Larry, we're going to – oh, I can't believe Jakes is here. All right, so, Larry, we're gonna, we got a lot to talk about, of course, with AC Mack, but yeah. the scene has gone wild lately. Um, the Georgia wrestling scene and the pro wrestling scene in general. Now, WWE is now under the auspices of Endeavor. Um, huge things. Uh, you know, AEW pulled off – the uh, highest paid attendance of all time. I mean, Larry, did you ever in your think you would get to see these all of these things happening in your lifetime? WWE no longer owned by the McMahons, um, a, a second upstart group who has come out of nowhere and has three shows on TNT and TBS and is uh, drawing 70,000, 80,000 people um, to a stadium to watch wrestling. Well, the thing I didn't see, think I'd ever see is, is another company having the largest wrestling crowd ever. That, that would belong to WWE, that some upstart company would be able to do that. And, uh, you know, I was hoping maybe, maybe if we have time, the, the, the thing you were talking to me about the other day about the $2 billion valuation for AEW, yeah, uh, made my head spin. But I mean, you, after you made your argument, I could see where that could be possible. But that's, yeah, no. Did, did I ever see, think that was going to happen? Hell no. I I think it's safe to say that we're in a a kind of bubble when it comes to pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right now, it's almost artificially inflated, if that makes sense. Um, though we are getting reminders of where wrestling is in the context of the rest of the world. I mean, you had a Phenomenal Monday night game, and it knocked Raw down by half. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, reality is set in that uh, wrestling is great, 
but it's not everything. And uh, who knows what's going to happen towards the end of the year. But, you know, the Georgia scene in particular, this is, this is crazy, right? So Southern Honor does a show, and it's their go-home show to their anniversary show, the biggest show of the year. Um, you have Anarchy running the next night in the same building, the Action Building, which is insane. They draw a little over 200. But the two of them combined don't draw as much as IWE does in, in, in Augusta, which has suddenly become the hotbed of professional wrestling in the state. I'm, I'm not exaggerating, am I? Well, you know, Steve, people say, several have said to me, they can't put that many people in that building in Augusta. In the in the via, it's not possible to put over 500 people in that Legion Hall building. So those numbers can't be real. Um, I would say that that is true if they did not have people standing on the upper deck area where they have the gimmick tables. Uh-huh. If you've got people standing up there, um, you can fit another 60, 70 up there easily, and I'd say you could do it. Um, I mean, you know, when you look at that. There's people who said you couldn't put over a thousand in the action building. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and now there's people, and now there's people saying, well, the official count for, you know, AEW wasn't eighty-two thousand, even if that's the ticket sold, that it's, it was seventy thousand, and, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, except, we're in a different time, and whoever's number one has always had their crowds called into question. I'm not saying that, that you know, is that 500-plus number legitimate? I would say it probably is. Um, the idea that you can't fit that many in that building, I mean, I've been there. Um, and if they've reconfigured it and Which they made have. the uh, backstage area smaller. Which they have. Um, yes, you can. I mean, it's, it's a space that's not much smaller than, let's say, the masquerade on the upper floor where PCW did its show. Mm -hmm. And WrestleMania week, when we did that show, WrestleMania week in Atlanta, um, a thousand, over a thousand people came in there. Now, that doesn't mean they were all in there at the same time, but I would reckon we had at any given moment six, seven, eight hundred people in that space. Um, it's certainly very possible, and it's a, been a goal of Tim's ever since I've known him. Um, so, again, <laughs> you know how you can tell who number one really is? Well, I'll just leave it there. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> they're, what, the one, they're the ones who get the criticisms leveled at them, right? One other thing yeah. before we bring Mac on, Deep South is uh, claiming almost 500 for their free show. At Das Barbecue. You know, the pictures, the, the photos look impressive, and they might, they might be right about that. Now, it was, it was a free show, but nevertheless, that's a lot of people. For yeah. Them. So kudos to those guys. I mean, Jabari is going to have a report out um, on that show sometime. And I even heard that, it, that Duke Ingraham was going to have a report out on uh, the Anarchy show. In fact, I might even have one in my inbox from him right now that I need to get posted. In any case, 
Hey, Larry. This we've, is got, we, we've got the uh, loudest mouth, still the loudest mouth in the South. The Mac of all trades, AC Mac, joining us on the tipping point. Welcome, sir. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Um, oh. He's from the SWAT. <laughs> he's from the SWAT. We forgot to. Um, AC Mac, um, congratulations um, on everything. I mean, my God. Thank you. <laughs> AC Mac, I'm going to start you off with a compliment. I'm going to let your head get real big. And then I'm, I'm sure Larry has questions for you. But I just want to start you off with the ultimate compliment. Um, never have I seen somebody who had a viewpoint and who um, unapologetically strived for greatness, who was so universally liked and respected as you in the Georgia oh. wrestling scene. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, like – <laughs> normally, I mean, you have guys that are sort of get-along guys. And, of course, people love them. I mean, no, one, no one's going to hate Terry Lawler. You feel me? And, yeah. <laughs> and it's not to diminish him. But, I mean, his goal is, was not the same as yours, right? Um, yeah. You were a guy who was striving. You're a guy who sort of uh, had no problems expressing his opinion. You, uh, you're a guy who had no problems disagreeing with somebody um, if you thought it was warranted. And yet, um, people speak highly of you. People respect you. What do you attribute that to? Why? Why? And I mean, I know I'm, I'm asking you to be to drop your modesty a little bit here, but why do you think you were able to to accomplish that? To me, that's an incredible thing um, to be really good at what you do and outspoken, and yet um, people seem to universally go, hey, you know, um, this guy is worthy of my respect, and I like him. Wow. Well, first of all, thank you. <laughs> um, I think, honestly, I think it's a few things. Just being genuine, uh, you know, this industry is, is full of carnies, as we say. So when somebody comes through and is genuine, they mean what they say, uh, and they don't judge others, you know. I can disagree with you, but I don't have to judge you. I don't have to keep up drama, you know. So I think if if I had to guess, that that's what would be the reason why I'm the next Terry Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean that's my answer. Just being just being honest and non-judgmental, and just chill, like not trying to be in everybody's business, not trying to keep up drama, but just staying genuine and, and, you know, respecting others. I know it sounds cliche, but it's, it's honestly as simple as that. Well, you know, it may sound cliche, but those who encountered you know that, to be, you know, know that's to be the truth. Um, that, that, that's the way you handled yourself. And I mean, yeah, yeah that, 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 that all rings true with me, man. Um, you know, I hey, oh hey I got to thank you. I, 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 I got to apologize for not getting this, get, us not getting this interview done sooner. And I'm kicking myself because I listened to the wonderful interview you did with the folks from uh, Southern Honor with Brandon and Gerard and Diana. Oh and yes, mm-hmm. they got to ask a lot of the questions that 
I wanted to ask, but I'm not going to repeat because they already got to them. Um, but jumping off, if I could, jumping off a couple things that came up in there, um, mm-hmm. what, you said that one of the things that really grabbed you about wrestling was, when you first got in, was, was seeing the, your ability to affect others, your yeah. ability to affect an audience. Yeah. How, like, what are you going to do with that now? Oof. That's a good question. Um, I don't know yet. I, I have plans on what I want to do next, but what I want to do doesn't directly affect a crowd in that same notion. Um, so I don't know if that specific lane will be replaced. Um, So a lot of people will hear that and think, oh, well, you'll be back because you can't get that drug anywhere else. And that's why so many wrestlers never retire. Um, But I don't don't know. I I feel at peace with what I've done. I feel at peace with my decision. Um, I have no desire to ever call a match ever again in my life. (laughs) So so I know – I I have plans, you know, I'm looking forward to things in the future. They don't specifically scratch that same itch, but I I don't I don't think I will need them to. I don't think. Pastor so, Jakes, do you have a question for yeah. AC Mac? Oh. oh, oh, brother Mac, uh <laughs> what's, been, what's been the hardest thing about stepping away from the wrestling community? Has it has it just been the people? Has it been the fans? What's what's been the most difficult thing? Um, honestly, for me, the entrance. Um, yeah. I don't know if that I don't know if that counts as like the fans plus performing plus the boys in the back, but more than hitting my finish in the ring, more than running those ropes more than being on the road, I truly, truly miss doing my entrance. Walking out, walking down that ramp, being able to, like, really, like, take in the crowd before that bell rings. Like, I'm, I'm in control there, you know? I'm, I'm running that pace. I'm in charge. So I get to kind of take a second, take it all in, and then just kind of go with it, you know, my intro and just kind of freestyle it here, change a few things up speak about what I see live, speak about what's going on. So I miss that the most. One of the um, things you touched on, you did, you, I mean, you, you did spill the beans in the interview with uh, the uh, SHW crew was that you were looking into getting certified as an MMA <laughs> official. Yes. So, oh, it's wonderful. I think it's great. <laughs> what's happening with that? So I went out to Vegas. Uh, they had a huge, huge convention out there, and it was kind of like a, a one-stop shop of, hey, welcome to MMA. This is how we do things. Um, I'm in the process right now. Uh, it's going to take a lot longer than I thought. <laughs> um, but I've been speaking with the commissioner, and they want me. They wanted me to join a gym, a jiu-jitsu gym, just to kind of learn the ins and outs, right. the fundamentals, the whole you need, you need to know when to step in, when to step out. Um, and so that's what I'm doing now. I'm taking my classes. 
it's a lot more fun than I thought it would be. Um, I was very, very nervous at first because I just want to rest. I don't want to be out there rolling around with them getting hit for real. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking right. about. But, but I do enjoy it. So, you know, we'll see. Um, I am definitely, definitely want to take the test um, early next year. That's what I'm hoping for whenever they announce the test for this region. But, yeah, so that's what I want to do next. Um, I'm still under the lights. I'm still in front of a crowd. I'm just not getting hit this time. <laughs> uh, um, AC, I have a uh, – I've been mulling this over um, of, mm-hmm. like, I, I was asking myself the question, what's the legacy, I guess, of AC Mac in the scene? And the first thing that came across to me was this. There's a lot of, like, old wrestling wisdom, like, cliches that you've heard, I've heard, that people still continue to say these sort of cliche-ridden things. Now, sometimes they remain because they're true, right? And -hmm. sometimes they remain because, (laughs) because people have said them and continue to say them. One of the ones that I think can, can officially die, thanks in part to you, is this notion that if you're a wrestler, guys should want to be you and women should want to fuck you, right? And I was uh-huh. thinking about how, like, what's the – and this is a big question for, I guess, everybody on here. If, if it's true that, that that kind of cliched nonsense and that sort of, like, heteronormative bullshit is dead, right <laughs> – what is what should be the sort of symptoms of a successful wrestler, if not the dynamic of guys want to be you, girls want to fuck you, right? Yeah. What is it now? Because nobody can tell me AC Mack was not a success in the pro wrestling business. But um, even though I'm sure there were women who wanted to have sex with you, <laughs> I'm sure there's a whole lot of there guys was. who wanted to be you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I have no doubt. <laughs> fucking gay guys taking all our rats. I'm not fucking like <laughs> <laughs> fucking bunch of bullshit. And I'm first open. of all, I'm very like this is who I am. A lot of them didn't care. I will say that. <laughs> I'll bet this did this did not happen in the other interview. I guarantee you. But like, <laughs> so in your opinion, and and having been, I mean, have there been gay wrestlers on the national scene? Of course, but right, none of right. them have been the true, not just title holder, not just world title holder, but none of them have been a truly influential and integrated part of their scene, their particular scene. You were IWTV world champion. You yes. were, and you, got to be, and you got to be definitively you doing it. You didn't have to modify who you were. The pro- <laughs> it is it is still the I still think it should have been promo of the year. The the promo you cut when you won that thing is hilarious, and I crib it all the time in my <laughs> daily life. This idea of like now that I'm the lead person in this position, I'm like I'm not driving to work anymore. Someone need to come get me. Like I say shit like that all the time, and I mean that's how good that promo was, right? So what if it's if it's no longer, you know, guys want to be you, girls want to have sex with you. What is the symptom 
um, of a successful wrestler because now you've had a little bit of time to look back. You were clearly a success. Um, what do you? What was the symptom to you? How did you know? What was your sign of success? When did you know that you really had it going on? Honestly, I think it's I think it's simple. I think, and I I still tell people this who ask me advice to this day. I think you have to be a fan of yourself. I think mm. you you need to step outside of your shoes. This gimmick that you have created, this character that you have created, let's put it on TV. Would you yourself watch it? Would you yeah. yourself be a fan of what you have created? If not, A, you're not having fun, and B, you need to change something. Because if you wouldn't watch yourself on TV, I'm not going to watch you on TV. <laughs> right. So I know with me, I, I like to laugh. I like I – like, I'm real big on hip-hop. I love my, my rappers to be honest and, and open. I'm, I make no bones about it. I love Kanye West. I love that he shows his ass. He's an asshole, and I, he shows it every day. I love that. I, I wanted to do that for wrestling. I wanted to bring that. I'm a fan of what that energy is. So I think that's the secret. Nice. I think you have to be a fan of yourself. I'm uh, curious about a couple of things. Yeah. Um, your thoughts on the current IWTV World Champion, Alec Price. I guess <laughs> is it him or cruel? But anyway, your thoughts on Alec Price? <laughs> um, I think I think Alec Price is. Uh, a hell of a wrestler. I remember going up to Beyond for the very first time, and mm. he was actually the guy that drove me to the airport. He was one of their young boys. He was setting up the ring, um, and I just remember talking to him for a good hour, and I thought, oh, okay, he's got a good head on his shoulders. I like this guy. He's nice. Had no idea that he wanted it this badly and would mm. become who he is today. I love the fact that I was able to see him on day one and to see him now. Um, last year he was – well, honestly, last year up until now, he was killing it so much. And I remember telling Jerry – and this is no not to Cruel because y'all know I love Cruel. We, me and him have been competing for Georgia Wrestler of the Year for the past five years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if anybody's my biggest competition, my biggest friend here is him. But I told Jerry, I said, if it were up to me, I would drop it uh, to Alec Price. That's who I wanted to be champion. So when it finally happened, I personally was very, very happy. Nice. When, when you look back on your career, um, I know that you, I mean, you had all kinds of great matches, but I'm wondering <laughs> what were the most enjoyable when you look back, the most enjoyable parts of your career? Um, I've, and you know what's so crazy? Uh, my boyfriend told me, he said, he said, you know, you're an on-the-fly wrestler, and you don't even know it. And I disagreed with him so hard because I mm. hated the idea of going out there and not knowing what I was going to do. That always made me nervous. It made me anxious. But looking back... Now that I'm out and I'm looking back, my most fun moments, the most AC Mac moments were all on the fly. Mm. My, 
my the false count anywhere match I had with David, the uh the last man standing match I had with Angels, a few of the matches I had with Theory, uh, all of these all of these matches where we didn't call anything or we barely called anything and we just went out there and just breathed and just kind of went with the crowd and just kind of rocking Hogan did from Mania 18. <laughs> Those were my most fun moments. And I sat back and I said, damn, I wish I had had this revelation you know, four years ago, I feel like I would have been a lot more, I feel like I would have had a lot more fun these past few years. I feel like I would have been more of an effie of just kind of saying, F it, screw it, and just doing what I want to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, he's going to listen to this. Baby, you were right. I was on the fly guy, and I was fighting <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> AC Mac, I got to say, as uh, like admitting that your uh, boyfriend was right is the dumbest thing I've ever heard you do in your life. <laughs> deny, deny, deny. That is, Listen. as someone who's been in tumultuous relationship after tumultuous, deny, deny, deny. I ain't trying to go against this Latino heat. You hear me? (laughs) (laughs) That Latino heat is real. Whatever you say, baby, you're right. You're right. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I I wondered if you could – I'm sorry, Steve. Were you going to – do you have something more to say? Oh, no, 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 no. Please, please. Go ahead, Larry. So the – in the uh, SHW uh, interview – there is a reference to this sort of like dream job for you, and the term that came out from Brandon was AC McAfee. Could you expand on that a little bit? Um, <laughs> if I re- if I remember correctly, they asked me uh, what would it take to bring me back to wrestling, or what I would want to do, yeah, moving yeah. forward, I guess, or something like that. And I said the perfect uh, spot for me would be Pat McAfee. You know, he's loud, he's abrasive, he's an on-screen talent, he is a commentator, which I would I enjoy doing. And when it counts, he's in the biggest story, and he'll have a match or two. Yeah, but it's really just to keep the heat going. It's not to prove that he's the best wrestler in the world. Right. He's just out there to entertain and to give you, give that baby face a big foil. That's what he's there to do. He understands his role. And I said, if if I were to come back and do anything or if I had it my way, it would be that which rolls into a match with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. <laughs> that, nice. that, that would be the dream. <laughs> nice. AC Mac, this I don't know if this is going to turn into a question, but I'll say a couple things about you that um, completely impressed me. One, you went to when they had a death match show or two in the Alamark oh Arena. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nothing was funnier than talking to Jeff G. Bailey about. He's like, Yeah, AC Mac was there. It was fucking great, and and he had. A, and he's like, I like him. I mean, he was there. He's just fucking enjoying himself. 
And he had a little drinky drink, a little drinky drink. And we're sitting yes, there watching Jeff Match wrestling. And it, but it's not only because you entertain Jeff Q. Bailey, which in and of itself is worthy of an award. But yes, I love that man. It's, it's the fact that you are a genuine, you do, I'm not going to say that you're not smart enough to like do things to catch the right eye or whatever, but you genuinely go where you want to go, do what you want to yeah. do. You you know, you don't have any hangups about, oh, it's deathmatch wrestling. Fucking it's wrestling. It's going to be fucking weird. I want to see it. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be out there doing that. No, I, I was never, but I would love, I, I enjoy watching it. And I had never been to a deathmatch tournament. I was like, this is, this is crazy. This is new for me, and it's right in our backyard. Like, you know, we go up here every week to wrestle, so I might as well come and hang out and see what y'all got. It was crazy. I had a lot of fun. I got a lot. I got really drunk that night, too. <laughs> yeah, that's a Jeff, Jeff intonated. I, uh, I will say that it also goes to show something about you, and that is a lot of wrestlers do a lot of whining, right? Yeah. People don't oh, come yeah. support me. And me, 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 me. But they're, they're loath to contribute, right? They're loath to reach out first. I mean, when yeah. I did PCW, I spent most of my off time, of which I had very little, going to everybody else's shows. Because to me, it's a part of being in the wrestling community. I guess yeah. guys are guys have a lot of you know guys. You could wrestle four nights a fucking week if you wanted to right now, right? But you owe it to yourself and to the community to support each other and going and attending. That's why my favorite part, some of my favorite parts of Larry's reports or even Rob's is like, you know, other people in attendance included. Blank, blank, blank. To me, oh, that's yes, wonderful. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's how it should be. As much as, as much as I hate everybody, I think it's great <laughs> that they go out support each other's show. The, the other thing I wanted to bring up was I didn't get a chance to work with AC much, <clears throat> but at IWE, I did. And uh, I think working with that finish of the match with you and Skrilla and that, like, that was one of the most fun times I had at IWE. Oh, I'm just going like, here's, you know, here's a different way to go about that finish. And you guys both listened. And to see you execute it made me actually miss running shows and the training guys. I was just like, God damn. I forgot what it was like <laughs> when, guys who, when guys who knew what they were doing and were open to trying to make a thing work executed something. It was so exciting. Yeah. So. I oh wanted to thank, thank you for you. that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think, I mean, and going back to what you said about going to shows, it's like doing research without even realizing you're doing research. You know, you want to see the scene. You want to see what's new. You want to see what works, what doesn't work. Um, and at the end of the day, it's just me being a fan. Uh, you know, I love, I miss being able to go to shows well, while I was a worker, I missed being able to go to shows and not have to work or not be asked to work. Sometimes I just want to see what y'all got, you know? And I did that yeah. a lot. I just, I'm just a fan. I wanted to see for myself. But I do think we need more of that. I do agree. So Absolutely. as someone who may, you know, whether you're in the ring or not, 
of course, you're following the scene and know know what's happening. When you mm-hmm. look into your crystal ball, what do you see coming down the pike Ooh. in Georgia wrestling? Oh, Lord. Oh. Well, I tell you what. Um, uh, my man is the WWA 4 champion, and he is here every Thursday. We are here every Thursday. I'm here supporting him. And I see that next crop coming up. You know, I see – I've been around long enough to know that the A4 has a reputation, so it takes a it takes them a minute to come out. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't yeah. want to see that, or oh, those guys are just X Y Z. You know, you hear it all the time. But every now and then, a few will slip through, and you'll get some stars out of each yeah. crop. And mm-hmm. I think that's that's what I see in this crystal ball. We got a lot of star power coming out of this, this next crop. They need to be honed. They they need to, to still work on their craft a little bit more and and feel themselves a little bit more, if that makes sense. But once they do, man, it's going to be crazy. I'm so excited. I'm I am around, a, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I, I, I was going to say, I should caution that we should not talk about AC Mack as if he had died, right? Like... <laughs> That's no, that's what happened to our last. It was crazy. <laughs> no, no, Steve, that's right. That's what happened to our yeah. last guest. That's true. That's true. Our uh, last guest did die. Um, so, <laughs> 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 uh, well, which is payback for him killing me on the air, having to yes. listen to him. So, <laughs> no respect. God rest his never. Soul. Anyway. <laughs> God, <laughs> but, so, AC. Um, obviously, uh, I think uh, when I think of AC Mac as well, I'm going to think about like the relationships that you formed, um, with promoters that you were close to, um, with, you know, the boys just to use a catch all term, um, who loved you and respected you. Um, what's a, what's a relationship in wrestling that we may not have seen publicly but that meant a lot to you. Like somebody who you would consider a mentor that maybe people didn't know about or, you know, a particular fan. I, I don't even know what I'm asking except for, is oh. there a, like a relationship that was meaningful to you that most people would not have known about for whatever reason? Um, Corey Hollis. Mm. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. That qualifies. Yeah, Please uh... explain. So I right, I didn't like him at first, which I'm sure is a shock to no one. <laughs> oh no! But, yeah, fuck, fuck his <laughs> tiny little ass. Like fuck, uh, agreed. <laughs> but if you go on. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know when the switch happened. But we got we got really close to the point where we exchanged numbers. You know, I was reaching out to him for advice. I used him as an agent for a lot of my matches for Southern mm. Honor and, and uh, at Anarchy when I was there. Um, we talk every now and then. He's a huge Disney guy. He's, oh, he's going to kill me for saying that, but he's a huge Disney guy. Oh, um, when he, when he had a child, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he had a child, I just remember talking to him and just being so excited for him to start his family, and he was so excited to be moving and doing new things. And um, when he chose to step away, it wasn't it wasn't a sad thing, you know. And I and I think 
just hearing him talk about life outside of wrestling, it was like, oh, okay, there, there's more to this, you know. You you can yeah. open up and do things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, and I don't think – we've never really worked anywhere, I don't think. Not, I'm trying to think. I don't think we had any, like, high-profile matches. So, mm-hmm. we've never really crossed paths on, on, on shows either. So, I don't think people would know that he and I are pretty close and we still text to this day and, you know, <laughs> we still shit on Todd and, and cruel. <laughs> so, the ultimate I bond. I don't think people would know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's going to kill me for the Disney comment. I can't wait. <laughs> oh. oh, I mean, he would love it because it is a small world after all. So... <laughs> It's interesting that you bring up Hollis because I think you you share a couple of things in common. Um, I mean, you have more charisma, don't get me wrong. But, like, (laughs) 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 but um, I I think that both of you left when you were, or stopped actively wrestling when you were at the still at the height of your powers. And to me, that's really fascinating, right? The, the old cliche of wrestling, another old cliche that needs to die, is this idea <laughs> that you're, you're this racehorse that goes and goes and goes until, I mean, people, people are like, oh, because I, I mentioned to somebody like, Terry Funk like, is the epitome of like, the pro wrestler story, the good and the bad <laughs> yep. of it all. Yep. And, and it's the reason, like, like, and Ric Flair epitomizes that as well, I think. You know, Ric Flair. It's why Ric Flair is not, it will always be in some ways better than Hogan in my eyes because he was definitively one of the boys, right? Yeah, um, yeah that's fair. But, that's but, fair to say. But, but this new dynamic of, I mean, whatever happens, and it doesn't mean you'll never wrestle again. You may. Um, you may come back and do it semi-actively, but I don't think you're going to be the bitter asshole in the corner talking about how you're a 17-year vet and these guys don't listen. I know you're not going to be that guy. I'm not sure you that know, you're going to have you know that guy in 15 years. And I think that that's good. I always tell people, because when people come to me and they're upset that I'm gone, like the boys at least, I yeah. always tell them what, you, what you're talking about, that 17-year-old vet that's grumpy and bitter I think had I stayed and been that racehorse, I would have ended up being that. And that was yeah. one of my fears. I didn't, I didn't want that. I want to be at peace with the decision and leave and be able to have that memory be only positive. Like, I want that entire wrestling experience that I had, I want to look back on that fondly. I don't want to be bitter. I don't want to be upset about anything. So I think that played a role you, in You, you as took well. the drug and enjoyed it, but the drug never yeah. took you. And I think, Ooh. like, that's... Oh God! I'm so I'm, I'm so that. fucking gr- God! I'm so fucking great! God! I'm so fucking great! Oh, I wish Read I put that me. on my caption. Oh, yeah. God. Keep that one, Jake. You're worshiping the wrong God. It should be me. But like, but again, like again, every anytime I saw you, and I I, I saw you upset. It's not like I, I you know you were some happy guy all the time, but joyful is the word that I would mm-hmm. use. I mean, everything you did in the ring, your intro, 
even when you were healing out, even when you were ripping fans apart, there was a joy in that. There was a joy in what you did. And, <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, man. You're, of course the boys are going to miss you. Of course promotions are going to miss you. Like, I, I love that David Ali right now is getting to, like, come back and get this sort of, like, Heroes welcome. Like he's only been yeah. gone in a relatively short amount of time. I'm not I'm yeah. making fun of it, but like it's not like I mean they're acting like this guy went to the fucking desert for forty years, right? Like, right. He's like he, right. Went to, he went to Chicago, he came back. We keep telling back. him, we keep telling but, him. Let, but, us but we're, let us miss you. We're David. selling it like it's Edge coming back from a fucking neck injury, right? Like, oh my god, like but you know what? I love that for him and I love it for the scene and I love it that each per each, like Southern Honor fans for them, and I think I can say this, yeah, I'm just going to say it. One thing I'll give to the promotions that are running now is their hardcore fans prefer that indie over anything else. I think there's oh, a group yeah. of Southern Honor fans that don't give a fuck about WWE or AEW. <laughs> they, they, see, they almost see those two companies as a backdrop. Maybe one of their guys will show up to our show. And that will be cool because it's our show. <laughs> and I think there's something really powerful and really cool about that. Um, and AC was a, definitely a part of it. When you won the – I hate the, the title of a world title. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, but all of a sudden you won it. And in my mind, I went, yep, that's a world title now. So, which, which is a testament sort of the, to the power of you um, and, and how IWTV has risen in importance and that kind of thing. But uh, never did I feel like it was cliche. Never did I feel like you were being somehow used or they were using your gayness or whatever. I didn't get that vibe <laughs> from anybody at all. Now, is there, is there parts of that that probably happened? Sure. It's fucking wrestling, right? It's but, wrestling. Right. Right. It's wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> but, um, again, it, it would have been one thing if they told you what to do and what to say, but clearly they did not have to, um, <laughs> There's no way that promo was anybody but AC's match. And I'll, I'll say this to all the wrestlers out anything, there listening. Yeah. If anything, they probably didn't want me to mention the the Delta and all that in the promo. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me – do you it know how no, excited I was hearing that promo? I was like, this is fucking great because I know there's <laughs> – nobody was 100% happy with the promo, which means it was great. <laughs> if anybody's a hundred percent happy with what you did, maybe your boyfriend, but even him, he probably thought, well, what you should have said, fuck you, man. Like, so, but like, nobody should be a hundred percent happy with what you did. And I think that's something else that the newer guys have sort of learned instinctively of like, yeah, this idea of pleasing everybody, especially in the social media era, it is not possible. The only yeah, one you can make point. happy ultimately is your goddamn self. Uh, and then hopefully some other people see the genuineness of that and come along for the ride. And I think AC is, I'm going to say you're going you're to be the first of hopefully many of people like that, where people are going to go like, yeah, I just need to go out and enjoy wrestling. <laughs> and I need to <laughs> stop. I mean, cause I talk to indie people all the time and they, they it's the number one problem. They're miserable. One day, they're miserable. They, they're they get miserable. caught up. 
they take this indie thing and they make it their whole life and they get yes. every bit of satisfaction, whether, you know, whether they're losing or winning a fucking title or whatever it is that they're getting twisted up about where I always go like, what's your goal? What are you trying to do? And can you yeah. enjoy yourself along the way? And it's That's like the most important thing, enjoying yourself because you, you get so caught up in pleasing others that it becomes a job. It becomes a chore. And now you're miserable. Now you're bitter backstage. Now you're upset and you don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want to do this. You don't want to go to the shows. You don't want to leave the house. You, you, well, I guess I was about to say you'd be surprised, but I guess you wouldn't be. But the mm-hmm. listeners, you would be surprised <laughs> at how many people are miserable. And it's insane. It's scary. At how There's many two kinds of performers. There's two kinds of performers as somebody once told me who I was married to, um, it's one of the few smart things that she ever said, besides I do, is <laughs> um, there's two kinds of performers. Most of them have a hole in them that they use to fill up with the adulation of others. And that mm. is, they'll never, those are the ones that will never be happy, right? Those are the rock stars that get off stage and they can't simulate the high of being on stage. So then they get high and fuck up their life. Right. Mm. Then there's the ones for whom performance and all the things that come with it add to their life. And that's why they're able to walk away and find happiness elsewhere and still get that like little addition to their lives in different ways. I, I always said when I was wrestling and involved in wrestling that I paid into the bank of wrestling again and again and again. Right. It takes (laughs) and gives very little. But now I'm like, now I withdraw from that bank every fucking day with every interaction I have with anybody. I can feel the wrestling happening, right? Like, Mm. oh, that was pretty, you know, and I think that's what you're going to find. Maybe you're not going to wow a crowd in the same way, but I think because you're so smart, that's another thing I like about the new generation is I've never, I, I would say the percentage of guys that I would have called smart when I wrestled (laughs) and i would say now closer to 40 which sounds like an insult but no that's really high because that's higher than the general population (laughs) um so like and you're definitely one of the the smart ones and i mean people are going to be asking you to be a part of shit if guys were smart they would come to you for advice those guys at the four (laughs) need to ask you what's up um because i mean (laughs) You're a resource, whether you want to be or not. And, I think, oh, and again, whose intro, I'm calling it, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, Pastor Jakes, I'm asking you, Larry, who's better on the stick as far as an intro as well as cutting a promo than AC Mack right now? Now, we could argue about it, but the fact is we would come up with five names or less. That's a problem, and people mm. need to fix that problem. And they should be inspired by AC. Like, fuck, this dude, not the biggest guy, right? A bunch of things nope. that on paper you would think was a negative, right? Like, yep. uh, <laughs> he's awfully black and he's awfully gay. <laughs> like, these used to be seen as insurmountable problems in 1998. But yeah. now it's just like black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very black. I heard things. So, like, <laughs> so, so. That's, a, look, that's a real interview. That's what they want to hear. 
<laughs> so, I mean, if, if anything else, don't just go, like, don't just give AC flowers and go, yay. Like, fucking beat him. Like, that's the thing that kills me with all of this shit. Like, oh, I just love Bray Wyatt. He was so creative. I'm going to fucking beat him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. doing that man any favors. But, like, yeah. you owe it to you. you. Did you like the fact that he had control of his fucking character in the WWE, which is virtually unheard of? Then fucking yeah. aspire to get there yourself. Aspire to be so goddamn creative. Aspire to, like, read a goddamn book. Like, I don't know. There's lots <laughs> of things you can do. And it's like, <laughs> honoring people should not just be, like, you know, saying the right thing or putting up a picture of you with them when they die, right? It should be, what aspect of them can I honor? Um, yeah. People are only dead when they're forgotten. And the best way to not forget somebody is Another to utilize quote. something you've learned from them. Oh, yeah. Full of it. I mean them. <laughs> oh, today. my gosh. So... <laughs> Pastor, Pastor, um, do you, now that AC is out of the wrestling business, um, <laughs> what do you think uh, his legacy should be in your eyes? And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wince and wait. Well, you know, AC had, had a big influence over the Georgia scene. Uh, you know, he was a guy that a lot of people aspired to be. Uh, you know. Both, both on the mic and in the ring, um, you know, and, and from, you know, I, I've never had the chance to work a show with Mr. Mack, but from what I heard, uh, he's, he's always been a great mentor to other people. And I think that that's really going to be his legacy is, is, you know, people are going to remember him for the, for the, the mic skills and all that. But I think people are going to remember him more for what he did behind the scenes and, and what he did as a mentor yeah. to people. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm gonna throw out. I'm gonna throw out this easy quiz, and, and there's a reason it's so easy. Um, Pastor Jake's or Larry Goodman? What's the name of AC Max finisher? The Mac Ten. Yeah. Sure <laughs> is. If if Larry, if your life depended upon it, could you be able to crib together ninety percent of AC Max intro? Do you think he could do it? I probably could. You know, one of the things I was thinking about is that I can't think of anybody in the last 20 years of Georgia wrestling Uh that had a self-introduction that Uh fans wanted to hear as much as anything else on the entire show. Nobody Mm -hmm. nobody pulled that off except Mm -hmm. AC Mack. So we all know the name of his finisher, including me, who could give a fine fuck about indie wrestling shit, right? <laughs> I know the name of his finisher, and, and, uh, and he did this fucking intro that we all know. If you're not there, get there. Ouch. But, <laughs> and you, by the way, you're not there. <laughs> you're not there if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> So AC, I know you. I know you're being a little clandestine. Ooh, big SAT word, clandestine about your future <laughs> plans. Though I think the idea of you being an official in MMA is incredibly exciting. I wanted to be a judge for it. Um, so Oof. that's 
I think that takes even more time to get like certified and approved. I know. <laughs> even in even even in Florida, where education goes to die. So like. <laughs> Florida man, Florida man. <laughs> so AC, um, I'm gonna I'm we're gonna dovetail this just a little bit right now. Um, I'm gonna ask you a hard question. I'm gonna ask it of. Uh, Pastor Jake and Larry as well. Oh boy! Um, who's wrestler of the year right now, in Georgia? <laughs> oh man, dang! I don't know. Uh, I'll Nick be Hayland. honest. Nick Halen, great choice. Who said that, Pastor Jake? Jesus Christ, man, uh, that was a good choice. Nick Halen, okay. I'm I'm kind of torn between Judas and narcissism. Ooh, mm. Larry, I'd have to. Boy, it's getting tight. But I'd have to give, <laughs> still give give it to Judas right now. Judas, excuse me. Right at the moment, I would still have to give it to him. But boy, it's neck and neck with the people just named, and maybe one or two others. Here's a harder question and a meaner question. So if nobody oh, else no. wants to answer it, I will. Who should be the wrestler of the year right now that we didn't mention? Oh, and nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gunnar Miller. Gunnar Miller should be in the running, but he's not for whatever reason. I don't know who yeah. that is, by the way, but why, why are we not saying Gunnar Miller? Why is he not in a position where we're thinking of him that way? I like, that's what shocks me. Uh, Joe, Joe Black, like Joe Black, all of a sudden, I'm not saying he doesn't matter. His matches don't matter. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's interesting how the landscape has changed so much, right? And their well, goals yeah. could be different. They could be in a position where it's like, I want to be in a position where I'm putting people over, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I get all that. But I- – I think that's a lot of it. Well, like for 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 Gunner, I mean, that's his, by choice. He wants to wrestle once a month, and that's all he wants to do. Yeah. Well, he's not going to be wrestler of the year wrestling once a month. Yeah, and, and winning the title when it matter didn't matter. Like I, again, I think his is a matter of booking. I think if he had been put in a position, if the timing of that position worked out better, um, we could be having a different conversation. That's why I just think it's just so interesting. Like, if I said tag team of the year, we would probably have, we could probably come up with at least six or seven. Well, when it's wrestler of the year, we can't, which I think is really interesting. I don't, I'm not saying that's good mm, or bad or indifferent, okay. but tag teams, which used to be pulling te- Larry, remember when we used to go like, all right, what <laughs> team should be up for this thing? And we would be like, yeah. Um, do we even have five like, put on a ballot? Yeah. Do we even have five? Um, and now it's like, holy crap, man. There's a ton of factions and tag teams and all that kind of stuff. Guys who are staying together in teams. Uh, AC Mac, um, favorite tag team partner? Uh, man, I was not a fan of tag team wrestling. No? Uh, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, that was not my thing. Um, Carrying some scrub on the mic. Fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't. 
Man, I was not wow, a fan no, of that. Wow, no, that's I, a great, that's a, that's a real answer. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Wasn't a teamwork guy, I guess. I don't know. I, I definitely prefer to be out there uh, in a singles. <laughs> Just you, you know, Michael Jordan, like, I feel bad for every great basketball player since Jordan because inevitably you get compared to Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Um, who is inevitably, for whatever reason, going to be compared to you, do you think? I like uh, like I I could see people thinking like Carly Bravo, that kind. That of was thing. gonna that was gonna be my answer. Um, mm. because because uh, I don't want to say so many. There have been people that have come up to me and said, "Hey, look at this guy, bro. He's jacking your X Y Z. He's doing this. Like that's that's your thing." And I always tell them, "No, he's not." Because me and Carly are actually close friends, and any anything that he has or has done or wears or whatever that is anything reminiscent of me, he has reached out to me and said, hey, I was thinking about doing this. Are you cool with that? Hey, I'm thinking about doing blah, blah, blah. What's your take on that? He's always been cool. He's always been respectful to the point yeah. where, to the point where I hope it's him. I hope he takes something I've done or multiple things I've done and runs with it because he wants it. And I would love to be years down the line seeing him on TV doing something that I did and just yeah. being able to smile and be like, damn, like it worked. Something I did mm. worked. Something I did is, is staying in wrestling. So I don't, I'm not bitter or upset or jealous or whatever. I hope he takes more things or uses more things <laughs> and runs with it. But you both have guess. flavor yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what I was going to say. Maybe people are going to go like that because, and I get that because like you both have flavor. Um, yeah, and I think that's another, a rare thing. He's another uh, authentic, authentically black one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope they're ready. I hope they're ready. <laughs> <laughs> they are not. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> um, so, okay, I'm going to ask another a question that only I would ask. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm nervous, but Simon I'm ready. <laughs> Sermon, Simon Sermon and you are the LGBTQ gay fucking Mount Rushmore Georgia wrestling. You're on it. Okay. I'm just, you're on it already. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> you're George Washington and goddamn Abraham Lincoln. All right. You're, you're on the Mount Rushmore of <laughs> gay wrestling. Who may be in the future? Who might be? My man. Oh, my man. Okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my man. Um, and what, Scott Hensley? Like, we're gonna... <laughs> what? <laughs> um, my man. I'm, I'm say... the greatest. I'm the greatest. So, so. There's a few. There, well, a name that wasn't mentioned, uh, Ashton Starr. I feel like he should be on it already. Oh, Ashton yeah. Starr. That's what I was going to say. Uh, we, we got a few guys here at the A4 that um, 
that are that do identify as gay and, and they are they are killing it. I can't wait to see what they do. So it's a possibility that they could be on the Mount Rushmore. And that that kid bandit man, if that kid bandit can stop getting hurt, I think kid bandit could be there as well. <laughs> yes. I'm yes, cold, but it's that's true. I mean, yeah. he's, every time that guy makes a strut, I feel so bad, you know? Yeah. So. And he's got such a good heart, too. And just to yeah. be a little messy, a few other yeah. wrestlers who ain't came out yet. Well, who are you telling? Scott Hensley. Why He's not even a wrestler, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I know it? So, oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> he can tell you all about it, though, can he? So, like, <laughs> all right, AC, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Who's who's Uh-oh. promotion of the year? Who's promotion of the year? Uh, Just be real. Your gut. What's your gut tell you? Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm still cool with all the boys, and I, all I can say is that all the boys, all the boys are trying to get to IWE. Ooh, fruit. Um, Pastor Jake's, what's promotion of the year? Uh, Southern Pride. No. Larry, what's promotion of the year? IWE. Who's woman of the year? Anybody. Hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you who. It's, it's Amy fucking Haven. I'm going to go well, out on a limb and say it's Amy you Haven. Know, I'm, you know, I'd just be accused of being biased if I say that, but if you actually looked at her work. Yeah. If you actually looked at her work. Yeah. Her and, her and Brandon going at it um, alone is worth it. <laughs> I'm so interested. That said, um, if Brooklyn is coming back and doing a thing, she could get herself there for sure. And if Danny's going to seriously come back and do a lot of stuff, she could possibly get there as well. I'll just say about Danny, which again, I was reinforced by seeing her um, at Southern Honor. If she wants it, it's hers. Yeah. If it's just a matter of whether she, I mean, and she's won it, you know, three times, and I don't know, that, you know, why should that even matter to her? But if she did, it would be hers. Show of the year, um, Pastor, would you say show of the year right now is Rumble Jack? It's got to be up there. I think that the uh, the show that Action did in January were both very good shows. AC, what's an award? You think you should have goddamn won and didn't win. Oh, my gosh. Give me, oh, give me the time oh and the award. God. Be real. Georgia, Be real. Georgia Wrestler of the Year 2019. I Tell love Cruel to Death. I love Cruel to Death. But that year, that year, nobody, nobody had a better resume in Georgia than myself. Nobody had more made a vest under their belt. Nobody had the promos. Nobody had as many main championships in each promotion. I was doing the shitty shows, and I was doing the best shows. I yes, sir. I was everywhere, and that, and I, I felt it in my bones. I was like, if I don't win this one, this, one ain't, this award just ain't for me. If I don't win this one, <laughs> this award ain't for me. And when I tell you, I usually don't get upset. I usually don't. But that one got to me. 2019 mm. Georgia Wrestler of the Year. Mm. Oh, that one got to me. I love it because so much. Because you couldn't tell me. I know, I know it's based off votes. But objectively, that yeah. year was AC Mack. It just was. Yes. 
It's just what? AC, oh. you've been you've been in intertwined with all of the major promotions, which is phenomenal. When I think of you, if I had to give you a home floor, and this is this is my perspective, right? I would say you're a product of action in so many ways, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your thoughts? Um, what do you where do you think? Because Larry and I were having a conversation about action off of the air, so I shouldn't bring it up now, but of course I'm going to. (laughs) (laughs) And in in that conversation, we were talking about Larry's line about how Southern Honor is as good in ring, if not better, and it's been that way for a little while. Now, part of that is talent, right? Action right now has a lot of newer people, that kind of thing. So it's not their fault per se. However... In, in, let's say you had a magic wand and enough money to, to make it right. You could give them access to money, whatever. What direction? Because all the boys talk about this kind of shit. I used to talk about this kind of shit, right? Like, oh, they need to do blank and blank. If you had to give, I'm going to name promotions, and if you had to give them one or two bits of advice, just in general, not hurting any feelings, this is just you just talking shit, right? What would you want for action? <laughs> what would you want for action to do or what's something you think would make them even bigger? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, action, I want even more stories. I'm a big mm. Attitude Era guy. Um, and and every like you said, action is my home. Me and Matt are cool. The, it's it's more like sports oriented. It's more. It's it's literally in the name action. It's it's kind of like the AEW. And I, if I could change anything, I would make put more heat on it. I would you I know, give it a general manager. I would, you know, I have a. Uh, I'd have a little, not more raunchy because it, it's a it's a family show, but. Man, they need, they, they need edge like a motherfucker, and, and I know exactly what you're talking about, and I agree. Southern Honor, what the fuck does Southern Honor need? It's getting its fucking tail kicked by fucking IWE, a state away. Like, what do they need? What do they need, in your opinion? Um, I hate to be this way, but they, they got to pay the boys more. Yeah. Oh, God, I love you so much. All right. Uh, and, I love, and I love Gary. I love Gary. But, but yeah, the, the, the boys have to want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and there's no shade the, on anybody. I, I love Southern Honor. I was on that first show, too. What the, what the fuck does WWA4 need? Because you're not wrong, right? They keep putting out the most people trained, right? And out of each class, if you want to call it that, there's always people who emerge from that shit who end up being great. So what does yeah. WWA4 need? Because they need something. Because some, there's a disconnect there. For the show? I don't know what it is. I don't know. Just in general. Yeah, you can talk about the shows or whatever. Well, with the show specifically, I, I think it needs to be stripped back a little more. Um, mm. For example, tonight we got nine matches, and yeah. you know the reputation of the four. You know how we do. We like to go in every match is mania. Yeah. So that means that means it's going to be nine 
15-minute matches on a good day. Yeah, we're going to see a lot I, of falsies. Think, That's for goddamn yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not talking bad. You know, this, they're my folks. I love them. But I would treat it more like a a takeover, like six strong matches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Six at the most. And then go crazy. Do what you do. Give, give us the falsies. But we don't, need, we don't need ten of those. We need six. Nice. AC Mac, so talk to AC, yes. AC, AC Mac. Talk to AC Mac ten years ago. Tell him one thing. What are you going to tell him about oh, wrestling? Wow. Wrestling oriented. I I want to hear about invested. Don't do Bitcoin or whatever. Like, like wow. <laughs> what's AC Mac telling AC Mac ten years ago? So that's 2013. Oh my God, it's so fucking old. 2013. Yeah, God, I was still in college. Oh. Besides, go wrestle for PCW before Stephen Platt. <laughs> I would tell 2013 AC Mac. Um, I would just remind him to to stick to what made you fall in love with pro wrestling. That those first two years, it's going to be so many people in high places telling you what you shouldn't do and what doesn't work. And they're not wrong because that's what they know. That's what their generation had. But times yeah. change. Time In 2016, when I started, we didn't have gay shows, let alone gay festivals, gay weekends, and wrestling. So just that's just one example. Just stick to who you are. Stick to what you're a fan of. If, if Mr. Kennedy made you laugh, stick to that. <laughs> if you're yeah. if you're a fan of the Attitude Era, even though everybody's shitting on it now because it's not aging well and times are changing, if that's who you are, stick to that. If The Rock is your favorite wrestler of all time, fuck everybody else that's going with Shawn Michaels. Stick to that. AC Mac, so. you're so smart <laughs> and you're gonna and you're such a great mentor, both directly and indirectly. Um, you got you got Pastor Jake's on the line here. And he's getting his wrestling career going. And he's already made a bit of a splash. And he's already doing his thing. Um, what's something you want to tell him? What's something you want to tell him and just be as real as you can about, you know, him getting involved in this crazy yeah. thing? Uh, stick to what you know, you know. Stick to what brought you to the table. Stick to what you know that you do best. Um, everybody is going to pull you aside and just force their advice on you. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. You can listen to them. And, and you you got to be smart enough to know what advice you're going to accept, what doesn't make sense, what you're going to disagree with. You don't have to tell them. Just know in your head, oh, okay, I know that's not for me, but I'm going to let them finish at least. Uh, try go go everywhere. Have a 2019 mm. AC Mac run. Do the do the <laughs> shitty what? Yeah. Do the what? Stranglehold. Do the shitty stranglehold shows. Yeah. And do yeah. the action and Southern Honor shows. You you have to know what works and what doesn't. What's for you? What what ain't for you? Uh, have fun. Travel. I know we're focused on Georgia, but also branch out of Georgia. Go go to other regions. Uh, see what their pool of talent is. I don't know what your yeah. goals are, but just go everywhere. You know, I always tell people like, in order to make it in wrestling, and I I know enough peers now that have made it 
to where I can say in order to make it, you have to be obsessed with it. That's the only way. Yeah. You got, you got to really, really live this. So that, that, all of that would be my advice. I appreciate it. appreciate that a lot. I'll take it to home. I love it. Larry, what's a, what's a final question for Mr. Mack? Um, I think I have more of a statement than a question. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking, just reflect upon that you, there was something so elegant about your career, seven years, <clears throat> and all you did in seven years. If you wanted to keep going, great. If you want to come back, great. But I just uh, think it was just remarkable what you did in, what you did in your seven years. Thank you. For real, thank you. Larry, I'm going to ask you a hard question. Did you buy AC Mac the first time you saw him? <laughs> no. I, well, no. So the, the first time I – Mac and I talked about this. The first time I saw Mac was in that show in that office park. In front of – there were literally 12 paying customers. And it was the first, oh time, my it was the first time seeing Mac in theory. And they wrestled each other. Oh my and god! I thought, of course, this this theory looks like a Greek god. And <laughs> what I thought about Mac is, wow, oh boy, wow. he can, he does. Mac yeah, can really <laughs> Mac can really talk, but he's a little on the small side. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I was still a twink then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're pretty twink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I was like. I had to be like 170 then. That's crazy. And we shouldn't have been on that show. God, those people were so weird. I don't know what that was, but yeah, that was very strange. We shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know what? It's, to... it's, a, it's a yeah. You got to do them all, baby. You got to do them you all. You got to do them all. And you got to know. If you, I'll say this: if you've never wrestled in front of less than 20 people, what the fuck? Like, are you oh, even in indie wrestling? <laughs> Yeah, you're not you ain't working. Shit. <laughs> that would if you've never you... done a bar show, you ain't shit. If you... Oh, those are my favorite. <laughs> I love bar shows. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, AC Mac, I'm gonna play a little word association with you. Um, and we're okay. gonna go round robin. So I'm gonna say a word. Just fire out the first thing that comes to mind. You get less than five seconds. Just fire it out, right? And then Larry right. will give you a word. Pastor will give you a word. Cool. Okay. So my word, um, uh, beautiful. Um, how we make the, the fans feel. Oh, Larry. Rick Michaels. <laughs> Wise beyond even the years that he already has. <laughs> he is <maker>. old. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor. Uh, Matt Griffin. Overzealous. He wants it. Mm. <laughs> he wants it. Uh, <laughs> His ambition annoys others, but he wants it. <laughs> uh, rival. Austin Theory. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Landmark Arena. In a way, home. AJ Styles, Rick Michaels, 
That's where I met Cruel, Anarchy. There's so many just hanging out with Jeff watching the, <laughs> the Jeff Met tournament. Um, that was the first home. That was my first like place to give me my start outside of the school, NCW every Friday. And we shat on it then. We shat on it then. But now that I'm out and I'm reflecting, I miss those days the most. Mm. I miss being there with my A4 boys, me, Tommy, Allen Angels, Ashton. And we we knew we were the shit. We knew we were the best on the show. <laughs> and I just, I miss running there with them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's supposed to be one word, but I miss No, it. <laughs> no. Pastor, pastor. Uh, Bryce Cannon. Oh, oh, uh, former coworker. Me and him used to work at State Farm for a quick second. <laughs> <laughs> and he too might be on the gay Mount Rushmore someday, right? So oh my great. god! <laughs> <laughs> what is up with Congratulations you? on your engagement to a beard. So. <laughs> Whoa, uh, we're working on Brother Cannon. We we are praying out his sins. He is working on repenting. It's a long process. <laughs> Plat- Platinum views or statements are solely his own. His own. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, um, AC Mac, if you were to have an award named after you, let's say 15, 20 years from now, um, and you could have one of the Georgia Wrestling History Awards named after you. Which one would you want yeah. named after you? Um, either performer or promo. Ooh. Oh, hot damn! Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I'm kind of embarrassed now. I feel the male performer is already named after somebody, right? Well, yeah, originally but, it was uh, Tommy Rich, but yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, well, I'm I'm leaning more towards promo then, if that's the case. But those are my two options. That's what I would pick. Nice. Or <laughs> your 2019. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, I have done everything. I love everything. it. I love it. I'm, I'm feeling this so hard. God, the oh year that God. they had me on, and then it, like PCW didn't win shit. I'm like, what the fuck am I on right now? Like, what is happening? Oof. And then I think I can't remember if this was the same year, Larry, but one year, because uh, we all know how it goes. You know, you get the text from Larry, hey, can you can you do tipping point around award season? So I didn't get a text from Larry. I said, uh. Hey, uh, Larry, what's going on? I, I forgot what year it was. I said, Hey, Larry, what's uh, what's going on? You were, and, uh, Larry said, uh, close but no cigar. And I oh, said, yeah. Damn, every single category I'm in, I lost. Oh, I was heated. I was mm. heated. I'm a humble guy. I promise. I promise. Oh, you but are. I was heated. <laughs> I wouldn't be happy if you weren't heated, honestly. Like, come on. When you kill it, you kill it, right? And it's just like, goddamn. But, of course, publicly, I was smart enough not to say anything, not to shit on, you know, how everybody else gets when they're upset and and bumfuck about the awards. I didn't do any of that. But I was a You you shit on the winner (laughs) behind their back like God intended. That's what I did. Or to their face. Or to their face. Or to their face. 
<laughs> he heard me. <laughs> I love that man, but he heard me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. I, I figured this is a good time to wind up. Do you agree, Larry? Yeah, and I think uh, Mr. Max got a, got a show to get into here in a few minutes too. Um, <laughs> one, one last one last word association uh, for the four of us, and uh, we'll end it with AC Mac. So, um, best promo you ever heard or did? Oh, uh, Larry, best. I mean, or or just a great one. I won't make you pick the number one, but what's a great promo that you? Oh God! I just. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just way too many. Not, not. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to cop out on that. I feel you. All I right. Can't. Um, Pastor, it's a great promo that you can recall. My yeah, my favorite as a kid was the uh, the Ric Flair in 1992 Royal Rumble. You know the the tear oh. all of that always stuck with me. Mine, I was recently sort of revisiting, like, the promo that got Eddie Kingston his job in AEW. Mm. Like, the the one where he, like, tore up Cody Rhodes, and then he took a shot at Arn Anderson. And I remember thinking, one. like, I think this guy just got himself a job. All this match <laughs> has to do is not suck. And I think he just talked his way into a job. Um, there's other great promos, of course. Um, and, and of course, again, AC Mack winning that IWTV. I'm sure you've cut better promos, perhaps, but I don't, I don't <laughs> I ever like remember. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember one that ever that I felt on the indies matched the occasion, um, that rose mm. to the occasion of what it needed to be. And that thing was so definitively southeast first without being so on the nose about it, right? Everything else yeah. that IWTV was doing and Matt Griffin was doing was so on the nose, but yours exemplified the idea. It, sh- it did the show not tell thing uh, better than any promo that I can recall in recent memory. It was fucking brilliant. But AC Mack, you get <laughs> to end you. it. What's a, a great promo? Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm trying. I was trying to think while you guys were talking. I don't know if. So I, I will say this, and I don't. I don't even yeah. know if this counts. But retirement speeches, uh, Edge, uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, uh, when these people, or or when Bray came back, when these people stand in the ring, and there is no script, there there's no angle. There's, there's nothing. They're just speaking from the heart. They're being 100% honest. They're flowing with the fans. They don't know what their next sentence is going to be. They're just living in the moment. I know that's a cop-out answer. I'm sorry. No, but those are, those are, I feel like you feel them the most in those moments. And when we're, we're speaking to these young guys now about promos and, like, what's important, and I'm always saying, we need to feel it. I don't care what you say. We just need to feel it. You need to believe it. And that's one of the times where I think everybody universally across the board, we feel them, no matter who it is, because they're speaking from the heart. They have to leave something they love so much. So you see that raw emotion. So that's my answer. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's a great answer, man. 
Well, AC, um, one of the greats, and a guy that got to go out how you went out, and a guy that we can't wait to see what you're going to do next. We can't wait to talk to you again. Shit. Yeah. Um, I'll be knows? around, too. I'll be around. In three months, you might get that text. <laughs> you might. Shit. I do want to say this. Shit. You might win some legend. <laughs> shit. Who, knows? Who knows? I do want to say this. I'm, I, the goal is to get certified, and I, I want to uh, officiate MMA fights. However, I still love pro wrestling, and I, I still plan on being in the community, whether as a supporter, commentator, whatever the case. If and when I'm certified, if any of these promotions are doing like a fight pit match, uh, uh, any type of MMA rules or whatever the case, whatever the angle Ooh. is, and you and you need a referee, I'm telling you right now on the record, I'm down. Oh, this man really knows my book still, Larry. God damn. Yeah, it's not it's not going to count against the commission at all because this is a performance. This is entertainment. So. I'm down. I have no no through. You you book me. I'm there. I would love to be a ref in a fight pit, fight cage capacity for a really really good rivalry. Nice. <laughs> and he's already established he'll work for anybody. So stranglehold yeah. if you're. Listening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will say this. We 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 talk shit about stranglehold, but they paid a brother. You feel me? Listen. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I was like, I was. You gonna pay me all this for a rumble spot? Okay. <laughs> so for that I'm day and that day only, they were the number one <laughs> sh in the fucking state. <laughs> oh I think Hank Love was it. there. Was about to fight him or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the greatest moments in PCW history. Yes. (laughs) I'll say this. If you've never seen the apology that Hankins forced out of Eric on camera, as if I didn't want to already have sex with Hankins enough. I was just like, (laughs) oh, God. He's he's going to put me on that Mount Rushmore if we're not careful. Yeah, come on, join the team. (laughs) I don't think people know this, but like Hank is 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 so creative that it's scary. Like the the shit he comes up with, the ideas, the angles. I'm like, man, it's crazy. Just kind of being under the learning tree, listening to him, talking to him. A lot of his jokes are great ideas. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> well. Thank you so much, AC Mac. Um, best to you. Best to your boyfriend. Um, you know, you're. Are you at WWE for like right now? I'm. Right, I'm in. I'm in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about to go in here. I'm about to pop me an edible. I'm about to give you some drinks and enjoy this ten match. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Jim Corden and all these other dudes you're worried about the new generation, the kids are all right, man. You call me yeah. all right. It'll be all right. I love Cornette. <laughs> Almost as much as he loves himself. Well, oh. thank you. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you, you so AC much. Mac. We appreciate <laughs> it you. so much. Um, where are you oh. going to be this weekend, AC? Where are you going to be this weekend? 
this weekend. I think I'm here. I know I know my boyfriend's at New South, so I might ride with him, but I have a jujitsu oh, class on Saturday. And then we have us a little charcuterie picnic in the city with his cousins on Sunday. So I'm going to be moving this week. Charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> I got you motherfucker just said charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living my best life. <laughs> you certainly are. Shit, don't get it from where I work. It's thirty six bucks. All right. <laughs> Larry, where are you gonna be this weekend? Probably Southern States, maybe that might be the only thing I do this weekend as far as live show. Maybe maybe yeah. Southern Fried, not sure. Um Mr. Jakes. Where well, are you gonna be this weekend? This Sunday, Brother Stephen, the ministry is going to be at the Church of Southern States, and all the senators need to come out because they're doing this thing called some kind of a money brawl where if you buy a ticket online, you, you can win some kind of – it just seems like gambling to me, but, but it seems to have all the people <laughs> hired up for the show. So they need to come out. They can come out. They can come worship the king, Sean Nelson. They can see him be victorious again over the demon Trevor Aon. Don't know why we're having this rematch, but – for some reason, we are, and, and and once we once the King Sean Nelson is victorious, we are going to continue the ministry's goal of exposing that no good for nothing Talafaro as the false prophet that he truly is. Oh, it's going to be glorious! Damn. <laughs> we, uh, wait a second. I love we've it. Got a, uh, we've got a. I, I, I don't know if you can hang out for this AC, but we've got a, a caller who's requested to address uh, Pastor Jakes. So oh, okay, um, yeah. I'll let him on. I'll let him on. Oh, I hope it's a donation. You're on the tipping point, <laughs> sir. You're on the tipping point. Donald Yates. Oh, no. Why, why, why are you always following me around? This is my segment. I paid money to be on this radio program. It's just like in Southern States. I can't even cut a promo without you interrupting me. What do you want now? Your hypocrisy stinks even through a podcast. Here I was wanting to pay my respects to A.C. Mack, but what do I hear? Your incessant, unending babble, you hypocritic landmass. What does that even mean? I have to explain it to you. Your intelligence is already fading. But let me just say this to you, Pastor. The only thing you are going to expose this Sunday is your own shortcomings and your own failure. Oh, oh, Talafaro, you you have crossed the line this time. This is something that the ministry is not going to tolerate. You you just wait till Sunday. I'm gonna I'm gonna expose you in front of in front of all those those sheep that come dressed like you that worship you. I'm gonna expose them and I'm gonna show them that you're nothing but a false idol. I've had enough of you ruining the ministry's goal of cleansing pro wrestling. And enough is enough. And it is gonna end this Sunday. Damn. Let us begin. <laughs> well, I can think of no. Oh. You don't have people screening your phone calls. You just let anybody call in this radio program. <laughs> look, look, I, I get that that might have been weird for people, but I can think of no better tribute to AC Mac than a bunch of dudes <laughs> exposing themselves. Yes, <laughs> we about to pull up on Sunday. 
We go. We go finish the, the picnic and head straight to the show. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Best of luck in the future, AC Mac. I know we're going to talk again. And yeah, uh, you know what, Larry, Larry, we need to come back a little faster this time around. I think. I'll say. Um, had a had a great show. Thank you so much, AC Mac. Pastor Thank Jay, you. check out Southern States on Sunday. And uh, for Larry, oh, by the way, what am I going to be doing? Yeah. I'm going to be uh, acquiring my ticket for, they're having a Joshi show in Orlando. Women are coming oh. down from Japan and wrestling uh, Florida oh. women. Oh. So I'm, I'm oh, figuring wow. out how I'm going to get to the front row of that shit. It's next yeah. month, but I'm, I'm meeting with the uh, promoter. I'm going to try to get him on the tipping point. Because to Do me, it. this is the most insane. This show going to lose $5 billion. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> get him. But, get him. but if they only have one and done, I'm going to be there. Believe it. Let's get him on. I love it. Anyway, thank you, AC Mac. Thank you to everybody thank else. Thank you. And, all right. <laughs> and we will see you once again on the tipping point. We thank you for listening to this broadcast, a production brought to you by the GWH Radio Network. Stay tuned to GeorgiaWrestlingHistory.com for the latest information on upcoming events and more. As always, we thank you for your continued support.